0: Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Daring Outline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grand Masters and Master Torcaster, Rider, And unfortunately, Mage of Death is out. He's still feeling under the, we- the weather this week, but we have special guest Wicked Good! Hi! Hi. Thanks for having
1: me. Thank you for being available at like five minutes notice. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, it was, it was better than trying to play against a million Druids with, with quest priests. So you, you kind of saved me for myself. So I appreciate it. (laughs) Yes.
0: I, I, I am also familiar with that uh, conundrum. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, we wish you a speedy recovery mage. I know you've been, he's kind of been having trouble with this cold or whatever is going on. So hopefully he'll be feeling well enough to record with us next week. If not, we still wish you a speedy recovery friend. So, all right, let's go into last week's poll question, um, uh, which was, I tapped away from it. As we end the near of the sunk, or as we end near the end of the sunken city meta, we want to know if you'd like to see this type of meta continue in the next expansion. So we ask, do you want to see a board-based meta continue in Castle uh, Murder at Castle Nathria? So we had uh, 70, 79.2%. People say yes. Uh, no got 8.3%. And not sure was 125 So I'm kind of, yeah, I thought it would be a little bit more um, split on that i figured that like some people would like it but apparently the people responding most of them thought it was i mean they like what's going on right now so that's good at least
1: i i mean board-based board-based meta kind of means different things to different people too you yeah know i mean like every i think everyone says with you know myself excluded i suppose because i'm a horrible i'm a degenerate control player but like most people say that they want a board-based meta and then they actually get a board-based meta and it may not actually be like, I don't know if there are a lot of people who love playing against Prestor Druid right now, Mm -hmm. but that's a board, that's a board-based deck. I mean, it's doing Mm -hmm. board-based things. It's, it's disgusting, but it's doing board-based things. So like, that's, that's kind of what you get. Like a board-based meta is not going to mean that people are not going to be doing broken things on ladder. Right. And, and, I think that a lot of people think that a board-based meta is not, is people playing quote-unquote fair decks, and that never happens. So, but, I mean, it's, this is kind of a meta where you can just kind of do whatever you want, really, and there, there are counters for things and there are high rolls, but, you know, I mean, you can really play whatever you want at this point. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, yeah, for, for the better or worse of yeah. <laughs> getting to play what you want, because that also means you're going to play against a bunch of stuff and that yeah. uh, you might not play against what you want to be playing against <laughs> either.
0: I mean, I
1: want to play Quest Priest, and I do, and I actually win some games. <laughs> so. I mean, so do I. And, and then I run into a couple of druids and I curse a lot. And, you know, and then I see other things and then they curse a lot. So it's exactly. You know.
0: It's it's a it's a real mixed bag out there. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll have another poll question yeah. at the end of the show. So uh, not a lot of news this week. We are in full swing on review season. Um, just so you know, though, theory crafting streams start uh, July twenty first with mega bundles, uh, mega bundle giveaways and drops Friday the twenty second the Twitch live stream acting out the Murloc Holmes and at the murder at Castle Nathira mystery script. So that's happening. Is that yours? Dragon? Am I? That
2: that's a, uh, an official thing. Okay. That's, that's right. got a bunch of creators yeah. and some devs doing that. Uh, so that's, that's going to be pretty cool. There's, yes. there's like a whole group doing that, but yes, I mean, AFG, we have been doing our own murder mystery thing I know. on tech uh, TikTok. So, yeah, I that, thought I thought that was the thing. <laughs>
0: I thought that was the official thing, but there was there was oh, a little yeah. less detail. I was like, "Am I missing something?" I don't want to act like it's the official thing, and I misunderstood what it was. Yes, so
2: no, I just didn't uh, make the the show notes as thorough as uh, Mage does. Sorry, <laughs> <does. laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So, there you go. Um, before we jump into tournaments, I do want to you know. I want to do the whole quick uh, quick questionnaire for our guest. I'm sure many people do already know wicked good but uh, you know wicked good if you could just give us a little bit of introduction about yourself who you are if people don't know you already you know how how
1: did you get into doing what you're doing So I guess the the elevator pitch for what I do is I do a lot of things for the community to make up for the hate crimes that i that I commit as a pre-supplier. Whoa, um, I
0: forgive you, Steve. You don't have to do any more. You are forgiven.
1: I'm um, so
2: glad I didn't take a drink right there, because I was going to spit it everywhere.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been my pitch. pit tweet for a few months. I think I said that I it's a DC it. stream at one yes. point, and I just kind of stuck. So um, so I'm I'm one of the hosts of Coin Concede. Uh, you probably heard my co-host, Ridiculous Hat, uh, last week. I mean, you hear hat everywhere. But... Um, But so I, I joined about, uh, it's July, about almost six months ago. Um, joined the cast of coin can see before that I was doing my own podcast called off curve, which I used to record in my car. Um, when I had a commute and then that got a little bit more difficult when I stopped having a commute and I kind of slowed down on that. And then, um, Bodicus decided that he wanted to take a, uh, you know, take, take a break from the game and, uh, you know, offer me the, the, the seat and, I'm, uh, you know, I've been having a blast on that show. It's been a lot of fun. And um, also, I've been, for the past several years, It's I'm, I don't even know how long I've been doing it. Um, I've been uh, running a dashboard of the Masters Tour Qualifier, Masters Tour Event um, Statistics, and and whatever other um, Conquest tournaments that, you know, come around um, at my site, OffCurve.com. That, that actually just started as, like, me getting annoyed with having to troll like troll through like um it wasn't out of car like hearthpone and whatever it was collecting all of the all the tournament lists and I'm like there's got to be a better way to do that because I saw a bunch there were a bunch of people who used to like do this in Excel back then oh no like they would just like they would just like type them all out into Excel and and manually classify them I'm like there's got to be a better way and I wanted to teach myself Python at the time anyway. So I just kind of found, um, you know, there were a couple of uh, so tiers who also has a site in the that does this kind of thing. He had some, um, he he had some ways of getting at the API from Battlefy, and he helped me out a bit when I was getting started. And then I started, I started just pulling that data. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, I manage and I manage analytic systems as a day job. So like doing data visualization is just what I do. So I'm like, okay, well I've got this data now i may as well just put it in a dashboard and see if people like it and they did and so it's been something that i've been just kind of maintaining uh for the past several years i don't i don't develop it as much as i used to um just because it's kind of in a steady state but i do kind of add some features to it every so often um did
2: did you just casually say you taught yourself python when (laughs) you
1: started that like i I I
2: hear that and i'm just like (laughs) like mind blown what (laughs) (laughs)
1: But I mean, when you when you're I mean, I'm a programmer by trade, right? So like, it's like learning another language is not like all the programming languages are kind of similar. Like they all have their like they they all have like little unique things about them. But at the end of the day, programming is programming, so it's like it's like it's like picking up another card game, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it's gonna take you a little while to learn all the ins and outs and like do it at a high level. But if you just wanted to go and like. Pick up Magic after playing Hearthstone for a couple of years, you could just you you go through the tutorial and you'd be fine. The right? log the and
0: logic's all there. It's it's the the yeah. syntax and the uh, yeah the 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 language that's slightly different. So yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. So it's like I didn't teach myself how to program to do it. That would be a different level. Okay but I, okay. But, yeah. but I right. taught you know <laughs> teaching myself how to use that language. To, you know that was that was what it was. So I mean and and so that's been you know and and that's been something that a lot of people have are you know relying on for their data i work with the pony jojo which is a large um a large practice group um that has a lot of the the grandmasters and a lot of the the high finishers um provide them some custom data for part of their practices that they do before before masters tours um you know and and you know then you know we'll do some other things like we'll collect all the all the lists hat and i right after the set launches when uh you know everybody's looking for things to play and we just have an excel sheet that has got like every list because he and i are both obsessed anyway so we're both collecting all these <laughs> lists anyway so it's like well you know we we were doing that for off for an off curve episode at one point and then it's just like we should just put this out on the on the web on the site and just let people use it um because you know we kept people kept asking like how you know what's a good list for this what's a good list for that like okay well here you go fine whatever you want last couple days whatever you want whatever we can find on twitter it could be crap. It could be amazing. Don't care. We're just throwing it in the spreadsheet. Um, so you know, and, and I stream uh, Mondays and Fridays, uh, seven p.m. Eastern. Priest when I can, because you know, again, I'm a degenerate. But you know, usually control decks. Um, sometimes duels if I get really tilted. But um, but mostly mostly control decks. And you know, we've got a good a good community in there, and you know, I enjoy it. Um, I, I think it's about as often as I could do it. Uh, I mean, just schedule wise, Um, but I I enjoy, I enjoy playing. We got a, you know, a nice friendly group of people and um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been fun. I do, I do cast occasionally too. I haven't for, I I casted the, uh, a couple months ago. It's, it's, you know, when I get opportunities to do it, I enjoy it, but um, hasn't been as often as I'd like, but I think that goes for pretty much everybody who's not actually working for for Blizzard right now. That that's kind of, kind of everybody's in the same boat there just aren't enough things to cast but i do enjoy doing when i get to do it
0: also if you're not familiar uh wicked goods the guy they talk about during the master's tour when they talk about the data that yes yes. yeah you'll hear you'll hear wicked goods name (laughs) at least once a day during the master's tour so yeah
1: yeah especially on the last day because i usually after swiss after swiss wraps up i'll go through and i've got a page on the website that um has all of the it it collects win rates by whether a card was included or not so it's not perfect and you know there's a lot of like i I put a whole bunch of disclaimers on it because i don't want anybody going and like saying well you you told me this card was good on ladder like no i didn't um but you know i just kind of picked some things that looked weird to me or looked interesting or things that i wasn't expecting and i tweet them out and the the casters generally will pick up on that and and mention that throughout the day so um, I, I mean, I usually tweet the, the dashboard at them anyway, because I think it makes their lives easier when they're when they're talking about, you know, how the even just like in the beginning of the tournament, like what the distribution of decks are or what which decks are performing well. I know they have some stats from Battlefy, but that's Battlefy is going to give them classes, but it's not going to give them decks.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Being,
1: being able to break it down by decks is something that uh, I think they find useful too. So, I mean, they de- they definitely seem to appreciate my work because they keep mentioning it. So I and I appreciate it. You know, I definitely. <laughs> I, I, it definitely does feel good. Like any, anything, any programmer wants to feel is just like that their stuff's being used. Right. So, you know, I know people are using my stuff, so that's, that's worth it to me, even though I don't charge anything for it. Some people have said I should do a Patreon or I should charge for it. It's like, I, it's more work than I want to figure out. Like, yeah, that's fair.
0: (laughs) It's definitely one of those things where it's just like, no, I'm good. Uh, The work, this, this is in place it's good i'm happy you use it thank yeah, you exactly <laughs> yeah all
2: right Any it other? is a great resource though I, yeah <laughs> like i use it a lot too yeah. but uh yeah thank you thank you for that uh that intro because yeah. that's I, I don't think people like realize sometimes the amount of work that can go into some of that stuff they just see it and it's like, you know, there's somebody on the other end of that, like, putting in the work yeah. to to compile that and, and get it put together. So it really is appreciated. And we yeah. appreciate and, and you.
1: And I've been lucky that most people have generally been pretty kind about it. Every so often, I'll get somebody who just, like, comes at me because something doesn't work the way that they think it is. And sometimes the problems between the, C, the the keyboard and the C-cushion. Ah, the pep um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh We had that. That happened recently. But... Um, you know, but most of the time people are really, and, and I don't even hear from a lot of people who are using it all the time until I find out that, you know, somebody's using it in their, you know, one of the high level players using it and ref- referring it to people that they're coaching or, you know, or, or someone like the pony or like the pony dojo approaches me and says, Hey, we want we like your stuff. We want to, we want to work with you, like stuff like that. Like, and, and, you know, it's just good to be, to, to know that the stuff that you're doing is creating value. So that, that's what I enjoy.
0: Awesome. Awesome. 100%. I mean, it's a well, super cool resource, so thank you, yeah. thank you for for from all of the community for putting that together. So, all
2: right, so well, let's speaking, talk about tournaments. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I Perfect think we were segue. both like, <laughs> yeah, like hmm. I bet some of these players will be using that resource for a grandmaster's last call that is coming up. Uh, It is going to be over four different weeks, but I do just want to mention it's not four consecutive weeks, but the first weekend is this weekend, July 22nd through the 24th, and then the following weekend, that last weekend of July. Then they won't be having a weekend uh, after that because of the new set launching, so they're going to give players a little bit of time. And then after that, it's Masters Tour time again, so you know, taking a break there. So really, it's like the next two weekends, and then, like, the last two weekends of August. <laughs> so, it's like, the last two weekends of July and then kind of the last two weekends of August is the uh, four weeks. Um, the broadcast times, honestly, are kind of all over the place, it feels like, for each of the days. So, uh, I would just, uh, we'll have the link for the actual... Uh, blog post itself in the notes you can just check that out and find when that's gonna be live for you but you know it's for most of us in like the Americas region it's gonna be kind of overnight into early morning for a good chunk of it so you might have to just catch the vods on that uh for some of us unfortunately um, but one thing that I did want to make sure that I mentioned that is very very cool is they are kind of bringing back that guest casters, so uh, this first weekend, uh, they're they're kind of dividing it into still like uh, like Asia, Europe, Americas kind of regions, even though it is the sixteen players, uh, twelve from Grandmasters and then four that actually came from the Masters Tours, uh, but. We have Gia is going to be casting with Amy Chen. She does a ton of wonderful writing uh, articles and stuff for the competitive Hearthstone scene. Uh, so those two wonderful ladies are going to be casting uh, at the start. Then you got the you know classic Saddle Raven duo. And then for kind of the quote unquote America's region, it's going to be TJ joined by Edelweiss. Yay! Woo! I'm so excited. I'm so happy yeah. for it. That's very so cool. Awesome.
1: Yeah, she she told us uh, she told Hat and I uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and I almost I like hit the ceiling. Like it's it's really awesome for her to be getting to cast, you know, on a big stage like that. And and I know she's gonna she's gonna kill it. I mean she's like oh, yeah. I mean if you listen to Coin Conceit at all, like you know she's yeah. got an a, immense amount of knowledge and she can communicate it really well. So. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how well she can act, how much she actually is allowed to talk about Hearthstone <laughs> while she's casting, but, but, um, you know, absent that, I think she's going to, she's going to be great and it's going to be really fun to watch her uh, getting into cast on that stage. So looking, really looking forward to that this weekend.
2: Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. she. she uh, we're, I mean, she didn't tell anybody, you know, NDA, but uh, right. You know, yeah. like uh, she, she reached out to me as well and was like, Hey, you know, can, can you help me out a little bit? So Here I was, I was like, all right, let's schedule. Like we scheduled like two meetings. I was like, all right, first meeting, I'm just going to like run you through a bunch of stuff. (laughs) The second one, we're going to like do practice run. So yeah, I was, I was helping her out. And I even told her from the beginning too. I was like, you know, Hearthstone, you know, the plays, you know, the cards. It was like, that's not what I'm going to help you. Like, you know, give you advice on. It was like, I'm going to give you advice on like all the other stuff for casting. (laughs) And yeah, even our practice run, she's like, well, I don't know about this. I'm like, You were great in our practice run. (laughs) Like, you're going to be awesome. Don't worry about it. Like, so, yeah, I'm I'm so thrilled for her and excited. And uh, getting to see, like, Gia and Amy Chen, too. Like, uh, I think, honestly, I I think when I casted the first day of the Masters tour, when Gia and I opened, that was the first time that there'd been two women on the casting desk together. So to see that again, I'm like, yay, I'm so thrilled. Like, you know, and, and yeah, I'm not getting an opportunity you know, Wicked Good, you mentioned that earlier. Like, yeah, there's there's not as many opportunities, but yeah. I am not going to, you know, be jealous of them or anything. I'm gonna hype the hell out of these yeah these other absolutely. people getting these opportunities. Yeah. so
1: I'm so yeah. excited. It's absolutely amazing, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that they are that they're they're expanding opportunities and not necessarily looking at people who are you know, you know, established casters, even like at the lower circuit, like, like Edelweiss hasn't really casted, And, but the, she's so smart and she talks about the game so well that it's just a natural fit. Right. Yeah. Like I know she's going to kill it. Like they, she doesn't have to have like done a whole bunch of like, you know, of, of lower tier, you know, community events or anything like that. Like she's going to kill it. So yeah, it's, it just it's, comes it's natural. Good that they're being open-minded like that, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's just, um, it's good to see that they were uh called out at one point for not being inclusive and then just yeah. taking it and really embracing the inclusivity into like their competitive seed and moving forward with it. So it's it's very encouraging to see that. So yeah, it's it's great. It's just cool to see like people from the community and them having more women casting too. So, like, because I, I mean, the last time. You know, Gia's been the only lady around there consistently, so it's nice to see, like, another two-woman cast. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm always excited for Grandmaster stuff and Master's Tours, so, like, it's just cool to see these, these caster lineups and who they're including this time around.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad that they actually, like, took a week off for the set release. Yes, (laughs) yes. Because Hearthstone Esports has not really had a great track record of that lately. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're kind of thinking about that, especially because, like, you can get a whole bunch of bugs in in set release patches. Oh, yeah. We've seen that plenty. So, like, having it, having, I mean, I'm a little bit worried about the Masters Tour the the following weekend because, we're pr- i would imagine we probably will get a balance patch that week maybe on Thursday yeah that I was... hope we don't but <laughs> yeah you know i mean that would be that would be kind of par for the course it's kind of a running joke that we have on Coin Conceit at this point where it's like if hey if there's about ba- if there's a masters tour there's going to be a balance patch 3 days before that's just the way that it works now um <laughs> but you know I, hopefully things go smoothly maybe they won't need a balance patch right before it but that that makes me a little bit nervous but i'm glad that they at least were were present of mind enough to take that week off for the for the set release and not um not not have grandmasters especially because like this is this is where like people are dependent on this to get to worlds, right? So like yeah, exactly. I would not want to have my my ticket to worlds be screwed up because of a bug in the client that hadn't gotten fixed yet.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think we've already seen one tournament pretty recently where they kind of just said like some cards weren't allowed. Because there yeah. was like, you know, there was some issues with shaman cards and then they kind of just yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't allow them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean and Lobby like, Legends
1: was this was decided on by a bug too. Like yeah. this re- most recent Lobby Legends, there's a bug with with Leroy where he would kill the the minion that popped the divine shield instead of the minion that it actually killed oh. it. And that actually decided the final match of Lobby Legends. So you know, huh. I mean, I, there's no, there's no way that you could play around something like that, and everybody's dealing with the same bug, right? So it's not like, it's not like anything that anybody took advantage of, but, but yeah, I mean that that happens.
0: Yeah, so yeah. hopefully well. everything will be smooth by the time that comes around, and
2: uh,
0: yes, but speaking. Well.
2: I was gonna say, even though, like you know, it's it's the last one though. This is this is yep. it for the uh, yeah. the grandmasters. So yeah, Wicked Good mentioned it. There is an invite for the world championship, and also one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars prizing. But uh, one thing that's kind of interesting, I think, is that they are going to be changing formats throughout the the weeks as well. So uh, the first week is going to be best of five conquest. Week number two is going to be that trio format again, which will be really Ooh. interesting to see in a different meta. Yeah. Uh, then the third week, Last Hero Standing. And then the playoff week, which is the fourth week, is going to be best of seven Conquest. Oh, so, ha.
1: Yeah. There's going to be some long... <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
2: yeah, lots Ugh. of games. Um, but, you know, for all of the uh, those who want to watch some of that, you can earn yourself some Murder... Uh, murder packs i'm just gonna call them murder packs because my brain couldn't remember (laughs) the whole set name so they're not just murder (laughs) murder packs Uh, so you can actually earn up to eight packs total for that so this week right you're gonna get the opportunity to get a couple of um murder packs from watching the uh theory crafting streams which i forgot to mention even i i have a I have a theorycrafting stream. Yay. What? what, so I, what <laughs> when is this theorycrafting
0: stream and where can I find it?
2: I know. We uh, we talked about it last week and then I totally just skimmed over it this week. Uh yeah, it's it's on my stream, twitch.tv slash dragon DK starting at uh, nine AM Pacific time.
0: Woo. Yeah. On the tw- so, on the uh, the twentieth, right? The twenty first. Yeah. sorry. Yes. Sorry, yeah, I get my. So day you can Smith, come so. hang
2: out. Earn a couple packs from watching. I'm going to be giving away some mega bundles. It's going to be a good time. So you can get some mega bundles there. Or, uh, you know, maybe. And then some. you can get some packs from watching. Then you can watch the thing on Friday to uh, earn, earn some packs. Then you can watch Grandmasters over the weekend. And then earn even more packs. So it's kind of cool. Uh, but each weekend, basically, for four hours of watch time, you can get two um, murder packs. Which, you know, is pretty consistent they kind of haven't changed that uh but each of the weekends you can do that so you can earn you know two each week over the four weeks for a total of eight
1: just go yeah. make sure right now that your youtube account is linked to your and account yes so, and yes. then as long as it's running as long as the stream's on you know then you'll you'll accrue time towards it
0: oh yeah so exactly. get there and uh make sure make sure everything's linked up before before this starts so Okay. And I think is that it for tournaments? Yeah, I think so, right?
2: Yeah, that's it. yep.
0: Okay. well, I guess what what's left to talk about but cards, cards, cards. <laughs> I think we said there was like 30 like 40 some cards that came out in between uh, last week's episode and this one. So holy, I don't even it's one of those things when you're like, oh okay. How many cards came out? Where do I start? Because we're not doing like a full review on them. We're just, you know, talking about some cards. So,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, the, the they had the arena arena reveal where they revealed a whole bunch, and that was Thursday night. Mm-hmm. We were Recording Coin Conceit. and they were they were revealing them. It's like, oh god, I thought we were done. It keeps coming. They keep coming. We we're never gonna finish this episode because they just like there were more more cards coming out. Like as soon as we were finished talking about one of them, so. But it's it's it is like they have been on a pretty good pace. And then we've got the final batch of cards tomorrow as we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, and then we'll we'll see the whole set.
0: Nice. Yes. So uh, the first thing I guess I want to talk about, um, because we only had one Demon Hunter card last week and it was their location. And that was the oh, one yeah. where it's relics it trigger know. twice. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have any relics. So <laughs> let's go over the relics. So first up, we have for three manic, the relic of phantasms, um, summon two, one, one spirits, improve your future relics. So improving your future relics, I didn't quite understand the, and I did not look it up. Does it improve it by one every time? Yeah.
2: So, well, each of the relics
1: improve a little differently. Okay. Well, they all they all have a numeral on them. Right. That's the yeah. way that you you could kind of figure it out. So, each okay. one of them has a numeral and then the numeral goes up every time that you improve it. And when you when it improves it improves there are three relics, it improves all three of them. So, all the next cast of any of them is is plus 1.
0: Okay. All right, cool.
2: Yeah. Like it reminds me kind of like the uh like the Jade Golems. Like how you yeah. would play something, and then like the next one would just be bigger. Like that's kind of how these are, even though they're not. Yeah. Like that, you know, it's three different relics, but they or, kind or of liberance. all work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. they're they kind of all work that same way.
0: So if it if the relics of phantasms go up, does that increase the stats on the spirits? Or, yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah, it so that the, the word yeah. two is the word. So the two is always okay. Is always going to stay the same, and then the stats are numbers, so that's what's going to go up.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. I see. I, I understand now. I I did
1: not look at it,
0: and I was like, okay, I'll figure this yeah, out. It's,
1: <laughs> it, it's one of those things that you you know, the first time that you play it, you'll figure it out, and it'll be it'll be obvious. Mm-hmm. But when you're just looking at the card without any, um and this has been kind of a theme with some of the cards in the set, right? Like, it's. When you're just looking at it and you can't see how it behaves in practice, then it's it's a little bit it's a little bit unclear. Yes, yes.
0: So let's just talk about all three of them real quick then. Uh, so five is the rel- uh, relic of dimensions for five mana. These are all unclass. Th- these spells have no uh, spell schools on them. Uh, So Relic of Dimensions is a five mana spell. Draw two cards and reduce their cost by one. Improve future relics. So the cost is what will be reduced when it is reduced or when it's improved. So after your first relic, it will be reduced by two, three, so on, so on. And then the final relic is Relic of Extinction. Deal one damage to a random enemy twice. Improve your future relics. One damage is the number that will increase. So I'm just saying that because I can read it and see it on the cards. So yeah. uh this seem these seem like interesting, right? Like these seem like they have a lot of potential. Um like I I, I don't know, Relic of Dimensions. If you get to increase that, that a few times that gets
2: nutty, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: And then you get to cast it if you have the location up and you get to cast it a few times, that's four cards yeah.
1: at, yeah, that's better than skull. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the, you get to improve twice too when yeah. you're, when you're doubling it. So, and I mean, the legendary oh is kind of the payoff for all that. Cause I mean, it's like, these are all fine on their own. It's the legendary that kind of brings it all together. Yes. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, but. let's do it.
0: So the legendary is Artificer Zymox. It's an eight mana, eight, eight. Battle cry, discover and cast relic. Infuse five, cast all three instead. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. That, that is a card yep.
0: with a very yep. easy condition to fulfill. Um,.
1: Well, I mean, it's an easy in-game condition to yes. fulfill, right? It's a it's a deck-building challenge to some extent because mm-hmm. you're putting, like, you're putting a, a package of nine cards in your deck, right? Because you you kind if you're if you're playing Zymox, you kind of need two copies of all the relics and you need the location, mm-hmm. right? So like, that's a third to a fourth of your of your deck. I still will not get used to saying that, um, <laughs> but it's a it's a third to a quarter of your deck now, right? So like mm-hmm. those and and it's slow to start with yeah like summoning two one ones or d- drawing two cards and reducing by one like eh, okay but after you've done that a few times artificer's Zymox is basically ultimate infestation right mm-hmm. like that that's kind of what you're doing except that it's not doing any face damage along the way
0: yeah it's it's very interesting and i'm yeah the the, the point you make about it starting off very slow um which makes me like all the cool cards in a, in a uh, vacuum seem cool by themselves. They seem interesting and useful, but summoning two one ones for three, if that's your first relic, even so here's, here's my question real quick with the location. Would, if you play relic of phantasms, uh, phantasms, um, does it get, summon summoned two one ones and then uh, two, two twos? I
1: believe that's okay. how it works. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Because the improve is part of the spell. Result. Yes.
0: Yes. So that's why I thought. I I just assumed it wasn't parallel, like it was casting parallel to each other. So. So I mean, yeah. with the location, it, it it speeds things up quite a bit, right? But then again, you can only use the location once every other turn. So. Yeah. And
1: that's slow too, right? Yes. Cause, like you have to play that out. It's taking up a slot on board, which for Demon Hunter is often relevant, mm-hmm. and it's you know that's also th- you know taking two mana to do nothing effectively.
0: Yes, it's uh, and a sl- like you said and a slot on the 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 board, which is just prime real estate. And it's what is it two mana or is it three? I believe it's two. two it might no, be it's three. I yeah, three. It's three. It's three. Yep. So that's yeah.
1: that's pretty slow too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, especially when you look at, like, in comparison to even just the hero power, right? One mana demon here, demon hunter hero power, (laughs) and then you're like, hmm, this three-cost card, that's clunky. Feels a little weird, but uh, the relics are really interesting. I think, um, I I wonder if there's going to be decks that can still just play the relics without the the legendary. I I feel like I'm going to try it. Like, you probably don't even need the legendary. It's a big payoff, but... Like, I'm wondering if it's just a kind of like a either win more. Like, if you've gotten to the point where you can pull off the big, you know, the big infuse with him, then, like, you're probably already winning. Or a super long game where you really need that. And I don't know. It's just it's a it's a really interesting card. But uh, I do wonder if some of these you can just kind of play them without relying on all of the the relic related cards.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I guess. At that point, like if you're already putting eight cards in your deck, what difference is nine? You know, it's like yeah. that, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. Like you're because like you're not like you know the 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 legendary kind of sweetens the deal, but like you kind of have to run all of them in order to to get them to do anything, right? Like I mean, you're you're really trying to get Relic Dimensions to go off. Like that's the payoff, but yes. even that's got kind of an upper limit because like you know you can't you can't discount below a card's mana cost Mm -hmm. so like how expensive are the cards that you're running in the deck right like obviously you want to hit zymox off of the off of one of the draws right like that would be the that would be the dream yeah but like how many expensive cards are you running in um in demon hunter like you know discounting by three with skull with the sweet spot because that was kind of okay well everything was kind of costing around there like once you get to like five six seven is that any any better than three at a certain point, it's not, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I'm kind of bummed. that Well, I mean, I say kind of bummed as someone who now likes to play Demon Hunter that these don't have a spell school. But I think from the other side of the board, I'm glad these oh, don't God. have a spell school. Because oh, yeah. if these were like fell spells or something... No, that oh, would no. be like way no, too that good. That would not
1: be okay. No, it yeah. would not. So... Be okay. I would be on. I would be on Reddit if they had a. Well. <laughs> <So, no. laughs> yeah, no, here, we, we here. don't want to go.
2: We don't want to. We don't want to go over there. Uh, but um, yeah, that's 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 one thing too that I think is kind of making me like I don't know how to v- like evaluate these cards without really actually getting to put them in a deck together and really actually see how. how it feels playing them because just like you said like looking at them in a vacuum i'm like okay well i can see how these could be but at the same time maybe it doesn't feel great playing them but uh, like i I don't know and if i'm playing only a 30 card deck do i have the room to play all of them i'm like what else is my deck doing it's just it feels weird I, I like I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about these yet. They seem cool, but I don't know how they work together yet.
1: Yeah, like Zymox is going to build you a big board, but at the end of the day, it's like is that going to be enough? Because like by the time you're playing right. Zymox, your opponent probably has an answer for a big board if you're getting to that point. So like, and if that board doesn't stick, like you need to have a way to end the game, and you've already taken up a lot of slots in your deck by doing that. I'm sure that there will be an answer. I'm sure that somebody will figure it out. I don't know what that answer is. Cause I'm not a demon hunter person, but somebody will figure out what the right mix of cards are, but you need to have a win condition beyond Zymox. This is not Jace. Like Jace yes. very often ends yeah. the game. Yep. This does not end the game. This, it might end the game if your opponent can't answer it, but it definitely gives your opponent an opportunity to answer it. And it's just like Zymox by
0: himself doesn't do a lot without the, the package being in there, right? Drawing, You know, doing two damage to minions, drawing two cards that cost one less, and, you know, two 1-1s. Yeah. Yeah, and,
2: like, one one big downside, I feel like, to Zymox, too, like, especially if you're comparing it to Jace, is that at least Jace, if you top-deck it, you can still get some value playing that turn. But you don't get the infuse effect if you play it from a top-deck position was Zymox. So it's like, is that really as good? Like you get one yeah. effect and maybe it can it can keep your yeah. your relic chain going, but you don't get quite as much of that that big impact on the turnus played that you would want if you don't get that infuse 5. Yeah, that's so.
0: That's that's been my hesitation with the infuse keyword is the yeah. fact that it has to be in your hand to gain something, which takes a lot of top decking ability out of cards, and it's not all the infused cards, but like something like this is never something you want to see as a top deck, yeah. unless it's like playing Naga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. Okay. Well, speaking of something new, uh, well, I guess it's not new, but it's returning. We have Rogue Secrets again.
1: And uh, (laughs) you sound
0: as enthusiastic as I am about this. (laughs) I'm just glad
1: that they didn't bring Hanar back to court because then I have things to say.
0: Yes. And we've got two out of the three rogue secrets right now. We have all three of them now. Do we? One kid.
1: Oh, they just weren't revealed together, but we have all three of them. I only
0: see uh, two of them.
1: Uh, Kidnap is the third one.
0: What's the sticky situation? Kidnap and what's the? And...
1: Was,
2: was the other one like officially revealed?
1: Yeah, no, I think it was. Because I, th- it might I thought be it was like a. Huh. Oh, I thought it. I thought it was. I don't know.
0: I only see two of them. Which I is, thought it yeah.
1: was accidentally revealed. <laughs> I'll, I'll find I'll f- you. will find the other one okay. while you're while you're talking.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the secrets real quick, and then we can kind of talk about the package. So first, uh, first up, we have. Um, sticky situation it's a rogue secret so it costs 2 um uh, after your opponent casts a spell summon a, a 3 4 spider with stealth and then the other one uh, until wicked finds the third one kidnap secret after your uh, opponent plays a minion stuff it in an o4 sack and the sack reads is death rattle return your opponent's kidnap minion to their hand um yeah
1: you're right I'm, I'm not seeing yeah i'm not seeing the other one maybe it was leaked yeah okay yeah i, okay. I, I but there is another
2: one we we know yes, there's another there. one yeah. there's a <laughs> third there's, one. Yeah, uh, secret yeah. there must always be three yeah exactly they
0: <laughs> always release them in the pack of three so uh what do you guys think about these two like they seem um way more interesting than the the rogue secrets of past not saying they're better but they seem more interesting to me on their surface like uh i guess except for like the two drop is kind of like um the uh the one that summons a poison guy but it was on a minion but kidnaps completely different kidnap something completely different and I don't know. I kind of like kidnap a lot. I think it's cool. It's very flavorful for rogue.
1: So the, the important thing with kidnap is that when the sack dies, it goes back to your opponent's hand. It does not go back into play and you shadow step is a card. Yep. So you can shadow step the sack and then it goes away immediately entirely. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Yes. I think the other relevant thing with that too, is that, uh, I was seeing this. This is kind of interesting. So if there are any like buffs or anything on the minion that goes into the sack, those buffs will remain on the minion when it goes back to their hand. Okay. Uh, Which I I think feels like
1: unintuitive from how other things work. Yes, yes. I think Ice Trap works that way, doesn't it?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: I thought I, ice trap it just puts it right back into your hand and with the with the improved cost. But if there's any other modifications, like if you if okay. you discounted it would keep the it would it would add to whatever the discounted cost was. Gotcha.
0: No, I think you're right on that yeah. for for those spells. I'm thinking more of minions yes. and like yeah. Uh, I don't you know, know if like we've freezing seen trap. something
2: similar like that to minions yet or not.
0: Yeah. But, the only uh, other thing I can think of is like freezing trap, and it puts it back into your hand, at its yeah, default but, stats. Yeah. But that's because it
1: hit the board, right? This yeah. never actually hit right. the board.
2: So, yes. Although I think I did see Battle Cries and stuff will still that's what actually I was go ask. off too, though. So it's kind it's a of a very weird card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just fits into exactly what you were saying earlier, right? Where yeah. it's like, you look at the card and you're like, what? How, how, what? how does this work? But I think once we actually start playing with it and kind of really see how, how it actually plays out, then it will it'll feel a lot better uh which i I think i like it just it means that there's these cards where just you can't just purely look at it and be like oh yeah that's like op you kind of have to look at and be like huh well depending on how this works and the situations and what's going on and it, it could feel totally different so i'm kind of excited for that yeah. I don't know how I feel about Rogue having something like this, but you know, okay.
0: It's it's interesting. It's it's very much like I'm getting. well, Let's be fair. I'm getting uh, like used to playing around this with um, Blade Master Okani. I've been playing a lot of uh, Priest and or Quest Priest, and guess what? Almost a hundred percent of the time, they select to counter it's minion. So like playing around this t- is a bit of a challenge still too. So like it will, it will cause people to make plays that are not ideal for the chance of kidnap being the the secret that's up. Like people, you will test for it. Um, so I think that's, it's super interesting. Like you can play around it, but like, Sometimes you can't, and sometimes you have to just go for it. So regardless, uh, I think they have some pretty cool payoff cards that go with it. And I'm not really a rogue player, but like, I mean, I that doesn't mean I can't recognize these cards as like you know cool and what they do. So first we have the uh, the legendary uh, Halkeus. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, no Halkeus. Uh, it is a five-four elemental for four death rattle. If you control a secret, store Halkias soul inside of it. It resummons Halkias when triggered.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's like- so it's, it's a so it's a four mana five four. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like, you know, it's I, I, I don't know. Like we had Wax of Dread, right? Mm-hmm. And Wax of Dread was better <laughs> than this. Yes. I mean, it was. It was more expensive, but I mean, like, is Rogue really just playing a 4-mana 5-4? Like, it's, does Rogue ever play Korak now? Right? No. Because, I mean, it's it's more offensively statted, but it's Korak, right? Like, Korak is better than this because Korak's harder to kill. Yes,
0: yes, he is.
1: And I just don't know. Like, this doesn't seem like the kind of thing that Rogue is going to... Like, Rogue had Sherazin, too, and that didn't last. That lasted for, like, mm-hmm. one set until Rogue got better cards. I just don't see Rogue wanting to play this. Um, that's not enough to get. I mean, if they're playing Secrets, maybe they run it, but I, I it probably gets caught pretty quickly. I would imagine.
2: Yeah. yeah, it just feels super awkward. Like, I think the other kind of somewhat comparison you could make is also uh, like Rat King. It kind of has that like, you know, this is going into the secret instead of dormant. But it's kind of that same effect, but like I, I think Rat King is still even
1: better. Rat King has
2: rush though. Yes, like, yeah, that's he does. a, that's yeah. a like,
1: huge difference. Yeah, like this is just like a this is this just, is just a... like a dumb five. Floor.
0: It's an <laughs> yes. elemental.
1: Give it a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I'm building my rogue elemental I... deck. <laughs> so 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 when they bur when they burgle elemental support from shaman, then they can do some, some Precisely. stuff.
2: Precisely. Yeah. But there's, you know, burgle stuff and secrets all in the same deck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this, yeah this one feels weird. Like, it it after, does feel when weird. When I first looked at it, I was like, oh, cool. Okay. And then, like, the more I yeah. thought about it, I'm like, I'll, I'll, all right. Why? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Okay. Hey, I just uh, said it was cool. I didn't say it was I, good. I
0: just said it was
1: cool. I am all in favor yes. of getting bad cards for once. So I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's see what else they have. Uh, they have Private Eye, 4 mana, 3, 4, Battle Cry, cast a secret from your deck, combo, cast 2 instead. All right, I was going to say, if you're playing Secrets, you're playing Private Eye, because this, as we've seen in the past, tutoring cards out of your deck into play for free is pretty good. It's essentially, yeah. if you can combo them, it's a 3, 4 for free that comes with 2 Secrets. You pay for two secrets, Assu-
1: assuming that you're running two different secrets yes. in your deck, which you may not be, all the time. Like normally in the past, it was like unless mm-hmm. you were all in on secret synergy, it was just dirty tricks. Yeah, right? exactly. So
0: I mean, I feel like if you put Private Eye in your deck, he's he's going to have you're going to have yeah. the whole secret package. Um. And then what the the other one I have to scroll back down. The Ghastly Gravedigger, which this one is also interesting. It's a four mana, four three. If you control a or it's a three mana four three. If you control a secret, choose a card from your opponent's hand to shuffle into their deck. So there's some disruption there. It's
1: five mana. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, I, I, I I had my I had my roller coaster of emotions about this on on coin scene, and i started out a little bit more scared of this than and hat talked me down but um i mean it, it's five mana right because you're like the secrets at least as they're written right now are not staying up right for more than a turn yeah like, you're not going to be able to like put a secret up at least the ones that we're seeing and expect that they're going to stay up so you have to it's five mana to do this are you spending five mana to me to get and and it's weird because it's written the the way it's written is is not consistent with the way that it works. You only get to see three cards out of their hand. It's not you don't get to see their whole hand, even though it doesn't say yeah because it's different than Star Student Stalina where it actually says like look at three cards. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. So like, are you paying five mana to maybe send a not even get rid of a card from their from their hand, but just put it back in their deck?
0: no no i don't
1: think you are not 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 something you're running in your deck i don't think you are
0: it's not blackjack Sunner. this sir is no blackjack Sunner. <laughs> I,
1: I mean i mean there are some people some rogue players who just want to watch the world burn right and and they will play this but yeah i i think competitively it just it doesn't seem like it's there Hmm.
2: yep i agree
0: all right um Okay, t- talk about watching the world burn. Let's go to wa- Widow Bloom Seedsman. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Apparently, the world uh. has already been set on fire due to this card being announced. It is a druid uh, uh, rare or er, epic. It is a 4-mana 3-2. Battlecry, draw a nature spell. Gain an empty mana crystal. This is a 4-mana 3-2 that I repeat, on Battlecry, draw a nature spell gain an empty mana crystal yep that is a yeah. card it, it, it's am I, that it exists am i seeing this
1: right am i reading this did i mess up no. did I, am i misspeaking here or is that no you're that's that's what the card <laughs> says I it's i mean druids never met a, a ramp card it didn't like right yes like i mean and, and this helps you find more ramp or it helps you find miracle growth or it helps you find earth and scales or or whatever i mean. Like you run a bunch of nature spells, but you're happy to draw any of them most of the time. Certainly in celestial Druid, where you're running anacondra, this is pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I, it's there are very few slam dunks in card reviews. This feels like one of them. Like yes, it just like like when has druid not found a decent ramp card that they have been able to that they haven't been able to abuse.
0: Uh, right. And this isn't a let's let's be fair. This isn't a decent ramp card. This is <laughs> off the charge bonkers ramp card. Yeah. Like yeah, it comes, very good. yeah, it comes with a three two body. It gives you a mana crystal, and it draws a card. I, not, I not
2: just a card, like a it draws nature be Something spell. specific yes. too, like yeah. which you know feels pretty relevant. I think the fact that it's, I mean, even just draw a card would be good too but like drawing a nature spell specifically on top of all this yeah I think even like this can help druids too against more aggressive decks with being able to still do the ramp thing that they want to do but also trying at least to contest the board a little bit yeah yeah this this card feels amazing
1: yeah like I remember when guff was revealed and like people weren't convinced that this would that it was good because that was we were we were naive babies then and Like I looked at that card and I said, I don't care that it's five mana. It's ramping you and it's drawing a card. Like Mm -hmm. that will get played. Yes, right. This is the same thing. This will get. There is a limit to how many ramp cards you can put into a druid deck, but also you can put forty cards in a druid deck. So we're not hitting that limit anytime
0: soon. I was gonna say, especially when this card draws. Like druid, yeah. druid can easily get through a forty card deck. Like that's why, yeah. like Renathal is for druids. Just like yes, please. Like yes, we will get through all those cards. Um, uh, has has the uh, the hysteria died, out, died off around Convoke the Spirits? I saw people like losing their uh, their minds over this one too, which is a ten mana nature spell. Uh, cast eight random druid spells targets chosen, chosen randomly. Like I, am I not like, I, I, this seems sort of interesting, but is it that good? Like,
2: I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I saw people like do like, oh my God, I can't believe they printed this. I'm like, okay. I don't,
1: I don't understand. Because because people are people are are you know still scarred from Puzzle Box, right? And so like the 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 important thing is on this card is not what it says, but what it doesn't say. Mm-hmm. And what it doesn't say is always targets enemies, which I guess you wouldn't really want mm-hmm. for Druid spells anyway, because Druid spells very often are buffs. Yes, so you wouldn't want that to always target enemies. But like, there are not like. There are a fair number of nature spells, uh, of of druid spells, but there are a lot of spells that can screw you. Like, oh yeah. This will. I think I did the math. It will cast celestial alignment about twenty percent of the time. Hmm. Twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of percent yes. for something yes. that that you're so like. I mean, and and again, you know, we might see. It, the, I think it could change if they reveal another spell or two. Like the the numbers will change, but not that much, right? So like that that just on its own, like you have to be okay with the fact that you're gonna celestial alignment twenty percent of the time. If you're playing alignment druid, sure, you're fine, right? You're already planning to do that. It's one more way to do it. If you're not, that may not be something that you want to do. But I mean, there are a lot of just like 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 you know. Deal two damage summon, two, two treant. That's fine. Like aquatic form, if you're getting it randomly, doesn't really do a lot. Um, innervate, (laughs) yeah, innervate's going to be a thing that's going to be that's going to take up one of the slots. Like, pounce is also not great. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, there, you can cast buffs before you have a board, it can cast Uh, buffs on your opponent's board, on your opponent's card, Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. It's, I I don't think that people are gonna play this seriously. I mean, like, there's too much variance there. Yeah. I think there are th- there are things to be scared of in Druid. I don't think this is one of them. I agree. Yeah.
2: <laughs> same, same. Okay. Well, who who cares about Druid anymore? All right. Okay. Let's no. We we have two priest mains on the show. Like, I seriously, I want to hear about some priest cards from the two of you because, like, I know I I've said this, but like. These cards are, like, actually kind of really making me want to play Priest with the new set. And we just got, like, a super sweet uh, Priest portrait, too, which oh, I'm like, so well, good. I gotta... It's so good.
1: Right? Yes. I'm
2: like, I, I gotta play this Priest portrait. And now we're getting yeah. some cards that look super cool. And I'm like, all right, all right. I, I'm gonna have to play some Priest in this uh, in this new set. So there were a couple of new cards. But I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on these couple of cards. So we have uh, the Legendary. Harvester of Envy, which is a 3-mana, 4-3. After you play a card copied from the opponent, steal the original. And then there is a board removal. uh, Holy spell, clean the scene. 5-mana, destroy all minions with 3 or less attack. And infuse 3, 6 or less. So if you infuse it 3 times, then it'll destroy all minions with 6 or less attack.
0: All right, yeah. go. Yeah, if you, <laughs> clean the scenes. Yes, please. Yeah, I, can yeah. I have that's like, the warm? easier one yeah, to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just good. Like if you play it on turn five, you're going to clear a good chunk of their board, most likely. If you play it later in the game, you're going to clear a, mo- a big chunk of their board, most likely. So, like, it's pretty much good whenever you play it.
1: And, and priest plays a fair number of minions now. I mean, if you yeah. look at how quest priest is built, like you're, it's not like old big priest where you're you're not playing any minions until like turn five or six, right? Like you're playing things like so, like Selina. Mm-hmm. You're running, um, you know, you're running Thalno sometimes. You've got you've got Lightmont Netherdrakes. You've got little Zarella. Um, you know, sometimes you'll run, you know, some of the the three. You'll you'll have Rendethal sometimes. Like you'll you can get to Infuse three without too much trouble. Um, and I mean six or less is that that's fairly forgiving right i mean Mm -hmm. it's kind of the the inverse of shadow word ruin at that point yeah um and and six or less is pretty forgiving so i think that that's a card that at very least will get discovered a lot i would imagine you probably one run of those one run of those in in the right control deck it feels like it's fairly flexible harvester of envy is a big question yes um i mean the the one thing we need to clarify is that the steal happens regardless of where it is. If it's in play, you will take it. If it's um, you know, if, if it's a a quest and you don't have a quest already equipped, it will take the quest for you. If you do have a quest equipped, it will destroy it. So wherever, as long as you can have more than one of those in a slot at a time, it will take it wherever it is. We just don't have any good support for this right now. Like you've got um, you've you've got Drackett operative. That's probably the best one, but that's not even really seeing play mm-hmm. in Priest. It's seeing more play in Druid yes. right now than in Priest. Um, you have Copycat, which is not a card. Mm-hmm. You have Suitsayers Caravan, which is not a card, mm-hmm. and you have um the one 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 mana one one which name whose name is escaping me, which got put back into core. Which you know, I mean, you would probably yeah. play if you're playing this, but nobody nobody's playing that either. That's it. And Merlock Holmes, which good luck. Yeah. So. I, we still have four priest cards left to see i'm hoping that there will be some support yeah. for this because if not i mean then i'm gonna craft it in golden but it's gonna sit in my collection for a while because there's just not there just aren't enough things that that's copy from the opponent right now in wild there is but i mean wild you like thought steel went to went to went to wild yeah um you know you then you have things like mademoiselle you have you know curious glimmer you yeah, have like all kinds of things the world's your oyster and wild but mine pro standard you just don't have you just don't have yeah. enough i agree yeah it it all that card
0: is definitely a this all depends on what what else we get because and even then unless there's like a knockout stunner steel card you know copy card You know, this card isn't spectacular without a a decent amount of support. So I I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, because this card looks really cool and I definitely want to play him. Like it just the idea of not only copying their card, but stealing it (laughs) like. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I want in my life right now.
1: I, I, I would love it but I, it's you know I mean I've been playing a little bit of what I've been calling underpants rope <laughs> because it's a, go, it's, go on. Know, because it's based on the south Park skit with the underpants gnomes <laughs> where step one collect underpants step two uh, step three profit right so like all the steel cards and I've been playing a fair amount a fair amount of parlays okay and I had one game against a warlock where I parlayed it was a mime mime warlock and I parlayed away one of their naval mines, and then they ended up burning the other one. Uh oh, <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: <laughs> so, like, I, I I do enjoy that when I get to do it, but I, I just I, we need to see more stuff, and it's going to need to be good enough to be willing to run because like there, and there needs to be a fair amount of it, just because like we have to run dragons right now just to get Dracop to work, and that's the best one that we have available.
0: Yeah, so. exactly, and there's not a lot of support for. Making me Drakonad operative being once in a time being like one of the best five drops in the game no longer yeah. is the case he's too fair and too slow yeah. to like actually want to run and there's not a whole dragon package to go with him so like yeah eh.
1: he he was always too slow yeah but, you know that was what you were doing in dragon priest the, the the dragon support was better yes exactly right so you would run it. Like, it was always a slow card, but the dragon support was better. Yeah, you know, like... When you had a 4-man, a 3-6 taunt to, to play in before you played him, it was a lot better.
0: And then Drakefire Potion, too, right? Like...
1: Yeah, Dragonfire. Yeah, yeah the, the one that did 5 damage to everything but dragons Yeah. Were, that was pretty good, too.
0: So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I've got my fingers crossed. Um,
2: no, and, Opinions could change depending on what the yeah. other cards are, of course. Oh, yes. Yes. Discretionary. yeah. I, I'm, discretionary. Instant discretionary. <laughs> I
1: am hoping. I'm really hoping because I, I I am interested in playing a deck like that as much as would, would would hate me because he hates that more than anything. And I love playing that kind of deck because, you know, sometimes you just get to beat people over the head with their own stuff. And that's my favorite thing to do. But I, 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 we need to see a lot more support for it because I mean, normally yeah. when we play that kind of deck, it's because priest cards were so bad mm-hmm. that we would just play the other the other classes cards because they had to be better than whatever we were going to put into a deck. That's not really the case right
0: now. Exactly. Yeah. All right. It, one last thing I want to bring up before we we wrap it up, um, and this is for you, John. I want to hear, since you've been playing Demon Hunter re- recently, what do you think of the new, like, super aggressive Demon Hunters in the Biblical Might? The two mana, four, four Battle Cry, choose a card from your hand to shuffle into your deck. Two mana, four, four. And then uh, the four mana, seven, seven Legendary Crixis the Voracious, reads Battle Cry, discard your hand, Death Rattle, draw three cards. It's a seven, seven on four.
2: Uh, Okay, so Bibliomite, I love that card. (laughs) Like, two mana, four, four, and I'm like, okay, so I put a card back in my hand, or you know, from my hand into the deck. Fine. Especially in games where if you can jam this on turn one with coin or turn two, and you've drawn a somewhat clunky hand, great. Like, that just feels like a payoff. Uh, And, you know, if you don't have any cards in your hand, cool. Then fine you get a four four uh Crixus the voracious is pretty interesting I kind of want to try a death rattle demon hunter again and use uh some of those you know the death rattle effects to like pull this out of my hand so that I don't have to discard Uh, um mm -hmm. but I I don't know how the death rattle stuff like I feel like I've tried it like every new meta like I go back to death rattle demon hunter like is this you know is this good again and most of the time, no, not really. It's it's not great. Uh, I would try it, but no. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll try that again with this and see how that feels. Um, I think it would be a little better if it were a demon and you could like get the demon-type effects. You, you might actually be able to to get more of the effect without losing your hand from it. But this kind of just feels like... If you don't get to cheat it out of your hand from a death roll type thing, I don't know. Unless you're like, at the point in the game where you're just top decking, you have no cards in hand, and at yeah. that point, or, you, if or you, were... you play
1: a really aggressive list, right? Like yeah, you just play old school day one yeah. demon hunter where you're just dumping your hand, and then this is the last thing that comes out. And you, if you if your hand has nothing in it, then you don't then you discarded your hand, right? It's like the same yeah. way that we like what we used to do with like doom guards. And, or you discard, like, one card. And then you and draw it, three you know, if yeah. it dies. Like yeah. So
0: either yeah. you kill them or you refill. So, like, that's what I like about him is that, like, yeah. you do have to discard them if you play them naturally. But it's a 7-7 seven, seven for four. And if you put them down on four and you're playing aggressive, you may only have one card left in your hand. Maybe two. That's still discard two cards. Get a 7-7. Seven, seven. If they deal with it, you refill. Which is nice, right? Because, like, that's something, like, you kind of go all in on the board, and then, you know, you get... The, it's, he's got the refill on the back end, which is what I like about him. Yeah.
1: Like, like, yeah. like back when we were playing Drek'thar, right? Before it got nerfed. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of a deck, where everything was cheap, and you just dumped yeah. your hand out. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought about that, too, and I think I've seen other people talking about that. I think my worry about something like that right now is that I don't feel like we've actually had a super aggressive just dump your hand deck like that that's really been able to keep that going without falling flat too often. And and I think that's where I'm, like, hesitant because I don't, I don't know if we can do that enough to really make it worth it. Maybe. Maybe there is. I think, are we still missing any demon hunter cards i don't know maybe in the future there's there's something like maybe in the six set meta we can kind of put together something like that depending on what else comes out but i don't know and again like i'm i'm not super demon hunter like a master but yeah i i just feel a little concerned that we we can't do anything like that consistently enough to get
1: the huge payoff that we'd hope for Is my concern that's fair yeah yeah. Okay. I, I think the I think the other thing with Bibliomite that's important is that like you need this if Quest Demon Hunter is ever going to be a thing. Like I don't know what the payoff is for Quest Demon Hunter right now, but like if you draw whatever that is before you get the the quest reward down, then you then you've just kind of wasted that discount because we don't have Glide anymore, mm-hmm. right? because glide was the way that you would shuffle your hand back in the deck to be able to get that discount later. This is not going to get the whole hand. This is just could get one card, but if that's an important card that you need to draw with the discount, um then bibliomite will get through there. Also, if you're have any reliance on outcast and you've ever had like jace on the left hand or your, left side of your hand, right? Then this will fix that. So like even yeah. if you're not playing a super aggressive deck, like this seems like a tool that you want just because of how important outcast is, especially mm-hmm. outcast on the left side of the hand. That you're probably going to play this and it's not like i'm surprised that it's a four four because this seems like something you would play even if it was fairly statted
2: i i agree yeah as i'm really excited for biblio might less so on the other one but yeah <laughs> biblio might seems like it just it really works with what demon hunter i think just wants to do in a lot of cases yeah
0: all right hey real quick here um one last thing to talk about because this has to do with our poll question uh, the Wild Seeds for Hunter. So there are certain cards that do things called Wild Seeds. Uh, they are three different minions. You have Fox Spirit Wild Seed, Bear Spirit Wild Seed, and Stag Spirit Wild Seed. So Fox Spirit Wild Seed is a dormant 3-1 uh, th- beast with Rush. It is dormant for one turn. The bear spirit wild seed which is a two mana two five dormant for two turns taunt and the final one is the spag the, the, the spag. <laughs> stag <laughs> spirit wild seed is a three mana five four dormant for three turns when this awakens equip a four two great bow so these does, we are asking a question about that on our poll question. So that's why I'm bringing it up right now. So we at least mention what they do. So you all can, uh, uh, hear about it and, and you can, uh, voice an opinion. Do you guys have any initial thoughts about it before we wrap up on these, on these three spirits, the wild seeds. Equip a four, two great
2: bow. That is called Stag Point Wild Bow. I, 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 don't understand that. Like my brain cannot wrap. It. Why didn't they just call it a great bow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me. But <laughs> that's, you know, beasts and uh, doing things and impacting seems cool. Uh, I'm excited to try these out, but I, I can't get over the bow names. I don't know why. <laughs>
1: I mean you got four cards that are summoning these, right? Like so you got yeah. you've got a two two battle cry, you've got a three three mana deal three damage, you've got three mana summon two of them, they wait they awaken one turn sooner. If you've got I assume that if you have others that are on the board, they'll all wake up, and then you've got a five mana, four five legendary that summons one of each. Mm-hmm. So there's there's like a whole lot of these. I I don't like hunter's not generally known for delayed gratification. Um, But you do also have kind of, like, a steady supply of things waking up and then, you know, being able to do things. I mean, the taunt seems like the worst one by a long shot. Yes. Like, I don't know that that's really something you want. Like, the 3-1 rush at least helps you get through some taunts to be able to hit face. And then, obviously, like, a 5-4 with a 4-2 weapon is pretty good. But... Like you're gonna you're gonna have board space issues at a certain point, mm-hmm. right? Because like each one of these takes up a board space. You got a lot of these that you're summoning, especially if you're doing things like twin bow tower coil or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could end up with some board space issues. I I mean, you probably have to run castle kennels the location with this to be able to give the the other two <laughs> rush that don't have it naturally. Yes, I I have no idea what to do with these. I really don't like these. Either are really good or they're terrible i i can tell you you don't want to run them in a revive pet deck
0: yes 100 (laughs) percent. yes that much i know please
1: don't but because like reviving a dormant minion for three turns is not what you want to be doing with your life but like i don't know i i know i i I have no idea if these are good or not i really it's just like impossible to tell and and because i imagine you probably you know and like how many of them do you need to run do you have to run all of them is it okay to just run the legendary? Is it okay to just run the one, that the damage one at least goes face? Maybe you run the damage yeah. one, and you're running that in, like, quest hunter? I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I feel like the the stag charge, the three-mana spell that goes face, I think that'll probably see some play, just on the sheer fact that it's damage, a damage spell you can ship face. Like, I don't know about the other stuff, yeah. but I'm willing to say with a... Uh, Fair amount of certainty that one will see some play because it's three damage that goes face and I get a minion. Okay, well, three damage went face. It takes a quest, you know, or it refreshed <laughs> a hero power. So, like, one of those two yeah. things that it seems good enough for, for that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, that's going to do it for us this week. We still have about 35 to 40 cards to be revealed at the time of this recording.
2: There's still a lot left.
0: And then, you know, Thursday, we're getting the theory, st- theory crafting streams. Is there anyone? Hey, Dawn, do you know anyone yep. doing one of those things and where I could find that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just totally check out uh, Twitch.tv slash DragonRiderDK should uh, head on over there and, uh, you know, enter for some uh, mega bundle packs as well. Mega awesome. Bundles. It's good but uh I'll, I'll try out the stags for sure i'm probably gonna try one like just shoving all of them in the deck and see how it goes
0: good good plan i think that's a very good plan okay you gotta
2: have 10 cards from the new set so you throw all those in call it good
0: i like it all right so we'll move on to the poll question for the week so our poll question is which of the card types are you most excited for? So we have wild seeds for hunter. We have relics for demon hunter skeletons for mage. So, um, just go ahead and we will, we'll get that poll question up and we will, uh, if you just let us know, we'll tell you about our next week's show, which you can find the show on Twitter at Dr. three H S you can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. You can follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr. 3 Discord. And you can find myself on Twitter at Daring Alkaline and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Daring Alkaline. Dragonrider, what about you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. On Twitch and YouTube at DragonriderDK. Uh, I've been putting out every Wednesday and Saturday, I've been putting out like strategy and, uh, like improvement style videos on my YouTube. And I am also aiming to next week, be putting out a video every day, kind of leading up to the new expansion. So, uh, check out that. And I'm sure I'll include some of the, uh, the theory crafting stuff. So if you want to check out new cards and new stuff like that, then, uh, make sure you follow me over there.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, you can find Mage uh, over at Mage of Death on Twitter and his uh, comics podcast, Comics Over Time, at, uh, over at, at Comics Over Time. Um, oh, and reminder about Ben hearstone's story, which we uh, we all, uh, you and Hat, shouted out Ben ha- Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I think it's universal yeah. that everyone loves Ben Hearthstone. <laughs> and it made his day so we're happy about that and he's such a good guy and just nice to have such a positive fun source of like general information about hearthstone out there so like he's a great guy so we we love him here and uh yeah i'm I'm glad he i'm glad he was uh, excited
1: to hear us mention him so and he's getting a reveal. He's getting a card reveal. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's like a last Finally. minute thing, so last yay. minute edition, which is really exciting. I mean, he deserves <laughs> it. He, w- Absolutely. yeah. Like if I-, I don't know, like he's the only person who I can, who I know, who tweets faster than half does. Yes, and.
2: Yeah that that really says something too. Yeah. Anybody that knows hat and how fast he tweets, yeah. And, yeah, and like every time it.
1: there's been a priest card, he's been mentioned he's mentioned me like immediately <laughs> and I found it out. I found out from him before I even I'm, I'm generally pretty plugged in and I find out from him before I even find out from Twitter, so.
0: <laughs> if you're not following him, go follow Ben Harstone. Do it. You won't regret yes. it. So, excellent. And then wicked good. Where can the people find you?
1: Uh, so my Twitter is probably the best place to find everything, which is at wicked good. Um, I'm on coin concede, uh, which releases weekly. And we, we stream the show. Also, you can find that at CoinConcede.com. Um, uh, My site is OffCurve.com, curve.com slash masterstore is where you'll find the, uh, the competitive data. We also host things like the, the list, the new, the new deck list and stuff like that on that site as well. And I stream Mondays and Fridays at 7. PM. Eastern. At uh, Twitch.tv slash WickedGoodFM, and there's probably some other stuff that, you know, I'm 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 in too many places for me to remember, but that'll that'll cover most of it, and mo- those should at least lead you to anything else that I'm doing.
0: <laughs> Excellent, yeah. I was gonna say if you're at least if you're at least get a bit concerned, just go to Twitter, type in Wicked Good, you'll yeah. find him, and then uh, check out Coin Concede where you can hear Wicked Good every week. So yeah. awesome! All right, guys, thank you, thank you. Uh, and thank you, Wicked Good, for filling in on such a short thank notice. You. Yes. Happy
1: to do it. <laughs> Happy to help and feel better, Mage. I hope you I hope you get better soon.
0: Awesome. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three
2: Relics and skeletons and wild seeds. Ah, who needs those? Just equip a great bow. I mean, a wild bow. Boom.